We are recording live with Miss Judith Very Baker and on Monday, July 10th, 2023 at 4.41 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, Miss Baker just asked me, have I been happy? I have every day I, I, I meditate and I pray after I go to the gym and I have to slow my mind down. And in the moments of silence, it takes about 20 minutes, but in the moments of silence when the thoughts stop, and I always describe it like this, it's like if you have your air conditioner on, you don't notice it until it turns off. You stop hearing it. You go, oh, I didn't even realize there was a noise. And that's what meditation is, is you really don't even, you can't imagine what it's like to not be thinking because you're always thinking. And then if you meditate and you just get a brief little glimpse, maybe 5, 10 seconds, and the thoughts stop and you're just aware and it is to me that is that is that is what god is it's the presence of just you have no worries and you're just here and it's i've been doing this for 15 years and it never ceases to amaze me how it has the same effect and the effect is this you become extremely grateful for everything that up until this moment you've been taking for granted you look down i meditate on my bed on my pillow I look at my well, nice... Well, that's what David did, King David. He what? said, I lie upon my bed, you know, and praise God. Well, you do, and you look around, and you're on a made bed. Your sheets are clean. You go, how often have you been sick? And you go, I just wish I wasn't sick. You go, I'm not sick right now. All my bills are paid. My apartment's clean. I have food. I have my dinner's ready in a refrigerator, and it keeps the food cold. I can go over to a little metal thing in the wall and pull a handle, and it fills up a cup with with clean drinking water. I just press, I just pull a handle with ice in it. I have ice. Ice used to be a luxury reserved for the it. elite. And it's just these little things. And you walk into a studio and I go, I'm, I'm my own boss. I do a podcast for a living. I'm going to talk to Judith today. And, and I'm wearing slippers. And then I'm going to call my mom later. And you look outside and you just see birds flying by. And it just, so to answer your question, am I happy? I'm happy when I take the time to get close to God and quiet my heart and my mind. And then God shows me everything I've ever wanted. I'm swimming in it right now. So that's my oh, answer yeah. to your question. Lovely. It's beautiful. And it's, uh, it strikes home. I, I have different experience. Uh, it, everybody has, I think he treats all of us uniquely. Yeah. He, he, he respects our individuality. Yes. Even though we have in, him in common. Yes. He acts like we're the most important person on earth. That's the way I feel. Absolutely. It, you feel like the center of, of his gaze. Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, I really needed a little rest today. And here we're starting a half hour late. It's yeah. just what I needed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like a miracle because, yeah. you know, I feel all regenerated and everything. Well, I, 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 I had a doctor's appointment, as I was telling you, and I ran a little late. And I went to the gym and it ran a little late. And I was like, Judith and I can start the show at four, but then I'm not going to be able to meditate. And so I took, I said, we're going to start at 4.30 so I can meditate. And you got a nap. So again, just little Oh, it's wonderful. Synchronicity. Yeah. And I woke up suddenly and said, oh, no, look at the time. He didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, te I texted you. And uh, so, yeah, it's, if you can find the time, and you should always find the time because it only takes 20 minutes to really just get quiet. Wow, that's wonderful. Uh, I end I, you. Um, I have a mind that's always, well, it just won't stop. I'll yeah. put it that way. No, I love it most of the time. But uh, 
I get it. I, uh, I get there in about five minutes Okay. in about eight minutes. Really? I can't last any longer than that. Um, so I do it more often. I don't do it just once a day okay. that way. Yeah, I do. It takes me about 20 to get there. And then all the magic happens in the last five minutes. And then around there, all it's like a light switch. And she goes, this is it. And I'm like, well, now it's gone. And it's time to get to work. But it's what you just said is your mind's always running. And most of the time you enjoy it. It's the same with me. I describe it as a, my mind is a car with no brakes. And when I'm going to destinations, oh, yeah. it's great. But <laughs> sometimes I really just want to pull over on the side of the road and take a nap. And I can't because the car has no brakes. So... If you don't have any brakes, all you can do is take the key out of the ignition and let it glide to a stop. So that's a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, I love a Tesla. At the it's just it is so wonderful. I went down a street, uh, not here, a different kind of city, and I I remember going to that street. It was so noisy, but there happened to be five or six Teslas. It was nice and nice piece of quiet, right? You know, as I was walking. I cannot tell you what it's been like uh, to uh, research Elon Musk and find out so many great, good things about him. I should have known. Um, I had all this prejudice. And wait a minute, I asked myself, what are, why am I like this about him? I've never met him. I just think he's... And then I realized I had been completely duped by the media because I caught the media in a lie about him. And... That's that my so I went back and looked, and sure enough, these these things are coming mainly from just two or three uh, uh, entities. They're mainly the car industry, you know, and mm -hmm. and uh, a couple of people that just literally hate him, and and they've got money. So uh, I had to. It took a whole year. I was living in Austin, and by the end of the year, instead of saying, "Well, you know, he's just another old millionaire," no, he's not. He's a gift. God, so help me. Very good man. And that doesn't mean he's perfect or anything. Who is? And he's under the a spotlight constantly. I, I don't know how he does it, really. Mm -hmm. But, like, I know we have the same schedule. I don't sleep much. I'm very blessed that way. We have the same schedule. We have the same IQ. His uh, schedule is, like, he, he has to get to bed by 3 o'clock in the morning. So, depending on whether he's in California or what. And I don't know how he adapts that way because you go between california and texas here and they've got a time zone difference yeah and, and that really adds up yeah anyway i don't want to carry on but uh we are very blessed to have someone who cares about breaking up ch uh, child trafficking and everything like that he's done a heck of a job a really really great job and um he just can't stand. He can't abide it. He loves little kids, you know, and in, in the right way. Yeah. You know? What 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 is? No, I, I'm I'm a big Elon fan. What is what has he done? Yeah. You have to refresh me. What in terms of child trafficking? Giving it? Uh, is he, he basically just been using Twitter for about, it? I so online it says this. You know, he's uh, he's got child trafficking problems, and you know, on Twitter and all that. And uh, what did oh, he do? Okay. He, he fired half of his security staff. The security staff that he fired. There were Twitter was so cluttered with with child trafficking and, and human trafficking sites everywhere. So he fires half of them, 
and he brings in a really great team. They ended up cleaning out about 80,000 sites. Jeez. Yeah. Good and Lord. of course they're going to go and, and complain and, uh, and fight him. You know, they've lost their source of income. He can't abide them and he finds them. And, um, I think if he, I think he gets fun, fun in his life doing stuff like that. That's his recreation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, absolutely. Um, to kind of to kind of pivot, so uh, we were texting last night, and you said you really wanted to talk about uh, the yes. SV40 monkey virus, which I know nothing about other than you texted oh, that to me last Tommy, night. Oh, this is going to be great. Maybe we'll have people that will, they're finally going to uh, wake up. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Go for and it. And I'm going to make it simple and to discuss it in a simple way, but get ready and hold on to your... Hold on to your hat because this is something I am extremely familiar with. I was one of the first people in the world, actually, that's still alive, really, mm -hmm. that worked with it from the beginning when it was first identified. And we're talking about that was identified in, in the 50s. But let's talk about the little critter because it's, uh, it's causing a lot of trouble. People don't understand what's in these vaccines that are causing the difficulties uh even as a cdc is still saying if you're over six months of age we want you to get the next bivalent shot you know all this kind of thing please people don't do it don't do it i'm going to give you a little hint i had a friend and i cannot tell you the location of this plant okay i've, I've promised not to do that because I don't want to get these people in trouble. But let's put it this way. Big Pharma doesn't, their big offices there, that's not where they make their drugs. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they're made somewhere else, and they're, then they're shipped in, and they get the label. Now, where they're made is, they're usually these locations are in small towns or whatever. And they've been there a while. And there's a lot of security, a lot of security gates and, you know, fencing around and things like that. But now I'm going to tell you a little story. So I had a very good friend. Uh, her, name, her name starts with J, just like mine. And um, she sold me her car at a really great price and all that. She wanted very much to retire. And here's what happened to this poor lady. I've got her photo and everything. And she had less than two years to go to retire in with a really good pension. But Big Pharma, I... Uh, think of all the big names scooped up the plant and they changed everything now no they're going to let her have her pension don't worry mm -hmm. but what they didn't tell her is that we're going to do everything to make your life hell on earth so you'll quit before we have to give you your pension uh, yeah so what they did is put her on double shifts oh okay. i mean the yeah. woman worker yeah work burn her out she's 68 years old yeah yeah and they made it so it was a quarter of a mile for her to have to walk where they put the parking lots a quarter of a mile to, and there's snow on the ground and they did all right all this going on top of that she's the one in charge of the uh of the entire crew and when she's there with 100 hours a week and then i think good lord how does elon Musk do this you know what he goes through with all these different companies and everything and, and recently there's a picture posted and somebody complains, say, oh, his hair is messy. I've seen 
good lord lady please shut up yeah his hair is messy really <laughs> i know that he only got two hours of sleep last night because i was up because why i was in interviews all night till 6 30 in the morning and that man uh, sometimes goes all all night without any sleep at all and he shouldn't do that it's killing himself but it's, things happen some Something happens over in China, and they're on the they're in the daytime with their eyes wide open, you know, and, and uh, so it's a whole different. He, these things happen, and he just takes personal charge. So here, anyway, this poor woman is working so hard, and she, you know what, she made it. But during this, I cannot tell you how she felt about it because when she was still working there, she let me come in and see how they manufacture some of the materials i'll just put it this way what goes inside that needle you know what goes in that little bottle and they draw out you know they're what think of big washing machines and dryers and in the dryers they are actually they're rotating them but when when you kind of when it's all finished they're all dried up and they're all little pellets mm -hmm. and they've extruded through these little holes anyway there's a whole bunch of junk and dust at the bottom. You need to clean that out, of course. But then you have all these pills, and they shake it like that, and they all all the dust and everything is off. But you've got that in the liquid part. It's sort of like a washing machine. They, these are big. They have to get the temperatures up to like oh, way above boiling for certain parts of it. And then they add stuff and so on. It's it's a brew. So which is brew? So help me. And there, uh, you have to do it just right. You have to. Uh, put the ingredients in correctly and someone get it at the right temperature. But they have them. She said the techs were very poorly trained because all I had to know certain formulas and just do that. It doesn't matter. So they're, first of all, they're not really well trained. Second, they had them on a schedule. And if they messed up a little bit, they had to go and cut corners to make up for the time because they have to go and get these things manufactured on a real a time limit. Reminds me of I Love Lucy with all that the chocolates going down the road. And she's you know trying to put them in and, and put them in the yeah, wrappers. Yeah, yeah. And she can't. She starts stuffing them down her blouse. Well, <laughs> it's like that <laughs> stuffing them in her mouth. Yeah, um, it's just the fact of the matter is is that they want them to work hard. They're, a lot of them run double shifts. They have a time limit. So when they're not cleaning out some of those vats. She said, she had this one vat that's you know, cooking all this stuff and putting all that in there. She said, I don't think it's, I said, I've been here 10 years. I don't remember if it ever got, has been cleaned out. And there, she said, think of a wine and you have the dregs at the bottom, but you don't want it. She said, sure, when they're pouring that out, they're not pouring all of it out. But she says, you know, it's that what's down there is growing. <laughs> mm. And it's, filled with contamination and with exhausted people, underpaid, not taught properly, have time limits and start cutting corners on everything. Why? She said, we can do this because nobody can sue us anymore. Oh. So think about that. No, I mean, even a restaurant has inspections on the kitchens, you know, in most states. Mm -hmm. Who's inspecting these vats and so on? They look very shiny on the outside. Don't get me wrong. They're spotless. Yeah. Okay. But nobody's looking inside. They look at the temperatures. They look at the product. They look at they look at samples. They give them under the microscope. 
and you, those samples you can bet are going to be the best they have, you see. All right, so that's the background on the shots that you're paying, like maybe $30 a shot, or, or you know, the taxpayer is. And anytime you see it's free, and I was so outraged. I got a call a few days ago. You say, it's time for you to come in for your shingle shot. Oh, they, okay. They, America's wonderful. They've got my, they know my age and all this. They're calling me up to make sure I get my shingle shot. Now, wait a minute. What doctor would ever go and peddle merchandise? That's peddling merchandise. Mm -hmm. They have to be making a lot of money to do this. Folks, we, we need more supervision. We need to do what they do overseas. We rank very badly. We rank, I think it's number 11 among all the industrialized countries, okay? From maternal uh, deaths and infant deaths. And uh, when we go to the healthcare, uh, last I saw Slovenia was ranked above us and we were like four, number 44 in the world. And as for expense, we pay more than anybody else yep. because they've overwhelmed us. The The fact that we have insurance companies to decide whether or not you can get treatment, not your doctor. The doctor is tied, hog-tied into contracts. They come out of medical school in our country. Overseas, they love doc. They want doctors. And they are helping them to get their degrees. And they're rarely in debt. Maybe just pay off a year or two, you know, like that. We've got doctors over here. They're going to be in debt for 10 or 15 years. Longer than that. Longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. You go, I, I, some of my friend's dads were, were surgeons. One of my uncles was a surgeon. You know, I think he, I think he like went through medical school, residency, fellowship, and then was a practicing surgeon for like 30 years. And I think he ended up paying his medical school bills off like a year before he retired. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's horrible. And it doesn't exist elsewhere. And we are all at the same time, we're training tons and tons of Indians, people from India. And don't get me wrong. I love them. I, in fact, I live in a complex right now. It's almost all from India because I'm living near hospitals mm -hmm. and they're great. I mean, they're clean and they're and cleanliness means a lot when you have a very big apartment complex living in them. It's a very nice place, but it is very, the kids are nice and polite and there's no, there's not a paper on the ground or anything like that. It's really great. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, they they go and work here. They uh, get through their medical training. Then they go back to India. And they're rich there. You know? yeah. They're rich. Okay. So we, we have uh, our medical system is in a lot of pain and trouble. And I met, I've met so many people who don't have any way to get medical help they need. And now all of us were forced. We're absolutely forced to go ahead and take as you know these vaccines and we have a lot of doctors who have lost their practice because they refused to toe the line when they knew if they gave their patients remdesivir in the hospital they put them in the hospital they get remdesivir they're going to get kidney damage they're going to intubate them and so many of them if people are walking out alive a lot of them are walked out alive because their friends or their relatives who could hardly ever visit them because during COVID they wouldn't even let them visit me and things like that. But so many of them died, so many. But now we find uh, 
it's not like that anymore. People have learned about ivermectin and everything. They had to learn it on their own because they get desperate. People smuggling in ivermectin to give to their you know, loved ones so they don't die. And that's not even supposed to, you're not even supposed to get that unless it's first symptoms. So, I mean, it doesn't even work as well as it should, but it's saving lives. Many, many people have smuggled in ivermectin. I got in a lot of trouble. That's why I idolized Musk because I tried to mention ivermectin on Twitter before he got it. And I was shadow banned. And I got down to minus one friend. How can you go into minus one friend? <laughs> you know, that's God is against you too. I mean, you know. yeah. All right. So that's getting out of the nitty gritty about what's the problem. The real problem is we should never be forced to take anything. On the other side, we don't have enough information. If the information is throttled, like when I started saying ivermectin will help you, and all of a sudden I'm shadow banned. Oh, I was still there. But nobody was seeing me but me. And apparently the minus one meant I could even, <laughs> I was not even allowed to tweet or anything that, to my, and see it for myself. What a condition that was. So, and on top of that, when I uh, mentioned, when Elon Musk bought back, I got it by, right away. What, has the man read my books? I don't know. But right away I got my Twitter back. Uh, of course, there wasn't anybody there. About 250 people joined right away, but that's not much to start with, you know. And it's taking a while to get people back. But when I rejoiced and said, Musk got me my, you know, my site back and I, I'm in business again. And all that happened because of ivermectin. I stupidly put that on Facebook and Zuckerberg shut me down. Bam. He hates Musk. I mean, with a passion. And now he has copied all the Twitter employees that Musk got rid of, you know. Uh, they all went to, they he, he rounded them up. And then he copied and pasted everything that's on Twitter all, and all kinds of secrets and everything. It's against the law, but it's going to take years, years to have it go through court. Make a long story short. Um, so Musk does the blood, sweat, and tears, pays $44 billion, and Zuckerberg just goes... <laughs> Hey, it's mine now, and he calls it Threads, okay? Well, there's a little catch, like, uh, if you're on Instagram and you go ahead and go on Threads and you don't like it, you want to go back to Twitter, you can't, you'll lose your Instagram account, you'll lose it. He's such a nice guy. All right. Okay, now, I'm back. So I now I can talk, and I have been. I am free as a bird on the bluebird, okay? And I've been able to get, and sure enough, as I'm uh, doing this, I'm starting to finally be able to reach doctors and things again. You know, forget about Facebook. It's I've got a token presence over there with a tiny account I opened just to tell people come to Twitter. All right. So now I'm reaching the, a lot of the doctors that were banned and everything, and I'm starting to post stuff that I never could dare before to put up. And I'm getting complaints. Somebody saying. Look, he, let, he lets everybody on, you know. Now everybody has a voice, including all kinds of evil people, you know. Mm -hmm. Including him is evil, you know. And uh, they're they're persistent. They, they're These are bots. You go, you find out they only have two, maybe zero followers. Yeah, they're just automatic. So they're clustered all over the place like that. You just have to block them, block them, block them, get rid of them, you know. And they don't have, they don't have that, blue check mark you know 
so now I'm in, in, in uh, I finally can get information and uh, the appalling ignorance about the contents of the COVID-19 shots and the vaccines and how they're made and what, and the lies, it's so easy when when you've been when you know the genome when you know what you're looking at when you know what's missing from the stats when you see for example it's a a site of the study and the study um this is in the study you'll see like they had 150 sites that they were pulling they said this is a worldwide study well 150 sites were in america and like nine were in the rest of the world and that's supposed to be a worldwide study all these glaring deficits and flaws and faults in the stuff that is supporting supposedly, you know, how great these vaccines are and how safe they are. So I looked at this report. This is just one of many. I'm looking, wait a minute, this is not worldwide. What you've done, you've got uh, you've got 150 sites here you're taking, uh, you know, right here in America. But you know something's out of out of kilter, out of balance. So you're pulling from way across in Germany, or you're pulling, you know, something over from London, and you're throwing it in there. That makes it so it isn't so tilted anymore. You know, you don't do that. That's not a good sample. That's that's terrible sample. That's like taking a pint of blood from somebody and adding six drops and saying, "Look, we've got we've got a sample of blood from 15 people here." It's wrong and it's unconscionable because I'm telling just the tip of the iceberg and how this uh, particular study was put together. Why am I talking about it? Because this study was used to say, look how safe the vaccine is, one of those studies. So you scroll down and way down at the bottom where it's supposed to be, do you have conflicts of interest? They listed over 90 Pfizer employees that were working on this thing. And then they, this is cited all over. What, don't they scroll down and see that? No, you know, it's at the bottom. And the other thing, these so-called studies, you have a three-page study. It's supposed to be great to, you know, support the ivermectin doesn't work or whatever it is they're after. Now, remember, last week they got rid of 300 papers online, preprints, okay, that were, that were revealing the truth. And they've, they have wiped them out. They have wiped them out. So, and then on AI, if you look at, it will give you the same reports over and over again. It's on all, every single search engine, the same reports, all in line, the ones that make the, the drug companies look like the angels instead of the devils from hell, so help me. Now, I'm going into a little detail about this. It's a preamble to what I'm gonna be talking about, but understand that what the people are seeing that this is safer efficacious and so on uh, it's based on rigged material it's based on uh really a high school student if they know their nomenclature you know if they knew the lingo used can see the faults in in some of these so you'll have a three-page paper and you're scrolling down and it says 32 pages what there are only three pages there at, uh, you know about this stuff and then you find out that all the other pages are references and every other word is being underlined. You go there and the reference could, for so help me, could have been about how to make cottage cheese. They are throwing every kind of reference and citation in there. And many of them are, uh, you might as well be saying the etymology of the word the or something. 
they don't even belong in the, in the paper, but it pads the paper and it makes it look like, oh, look at all the work they did. So, and people are ignorant. So these are online, you can read some of them, but by the way, it's getting harder and harder. You really have to pay money if you want to see one whole article, you're only going to see the abstract and so on. We're being dumbed down like crazy. And I'm talking about med students. If they don't, if they don't have their school, you know, paid so they can get in, uh, they're, 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 let's put it this way. They're going to go and find it if they can from somebody else. But you're only seeing what they want you to see first. That's what's coming up. It's all laid out very cleverly because these people they make a lot of money. Okay, go ahead and kill me. I don't care. Now, <laughs> so here we go. Now to the bad news. Well, it's already pretty bad. One, don't ever trust these people to stick anything in your body, okay? I um, I was a proponent for a while about vaccines. I mean, for a long time. Certain vaccines are some basic ones. You don't want to get rid of your rabies vaccine, come on, or tetanus. Those are important. And they're made with the, the real stuff, you know, botulism. You've got various ways, uh, antivenom. Uh, you want to have a certain... Um, uh, injections available, you know. So you have asthma, you get an injection right an EpiPen, so on. Well, the problem that we're facing, however, is that we're more and more we don't have any any control whatsoever about how the what are made what these vaccines are made of. When we're talking about messenger RNA and CRISPR, C R I, C R I S P R, uh, it. They are coming out right now. See, there is material in the shots. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. That is reducing the ability of the body to fight any latent cancer in your body. And there are there are materials in there that actually uh, depress the immune system in a certain way and excite certain other elements that make it easier for latent cancers and they do exist, a latent anything. And we have, for example, uh, you know, I've used this example before, but it works pretty well. When you have someone who is, um, they're, they've had chicken pox. Did you ever have chicken pox? Mm -hmm. we, I think we brought this up once before here. But the point is, is that's, that's a good example of a latent virus in your system. Because you get chicken pox and later, if it breaks out, uh, you're going to get hurt. It's herpes. And you've got the sore in the middle of your mouth. Oh, and it's painful and all that. Or even the whole inside of your mouth can be like that. And your tongue and so on. Well, then later in life, it goes, it gets further invasion. It, that you're, it's going along your nerves. And it finally reaches the end of the nerves, like all around your trunk or here on your face. It's going to pop out and it's going to make vesicles. It's going to make blisters and spots and they're first they're itchy and then finally they're burning and it's you know and you can't these are sore weeping wounds on you from the same virus that caused the chicken pox it's latent because it took years and years to develop that i have i would i've been i was present physically present hearing doctors uh concerned about the fact that sb40 monkey virus and other Cancer-promoting viruses were in the polio vaccine. And you know what they were saying, but it's okay. This is a latent virus. It can cause polioma, but we're not going to worry about that because in 10 or 15 years, we're going to have a cure for cancer. So let's just go ahead 
and distribute was they, the CDC said 98 million. It was many more do doses than that. Anytime the CDC they want to kind of try and keep the figure low. If you think 98 million is is a low figure for we had only about half the population we have now, and then they distribute all over Europe and Russia, everywhere you go, and the monkey virus. They didn't care. Now let's talk a little bit on very basic terms, but I'm doing this so that for everybody can remember how it is. If you've, if you've ever tried to blow up a balloon, you know, and it's really, really hard, it's a really heavy, thick latex balloon, you know the pressure. Now imagine the kind of pressure that's for forcing, forcing material, forcing moisture that you have that you want, because you've got a beautiful thing here. You've got the polio virus and you want to make these vaccines and you're pushing it with great pressure through these ceramic, it's really hard to do, ceramic filters that you can't even see the dots of the open. The, the okay. filters are so fine. So you have tremendous pressure. Just mm -hmm. imagine Just huge pressure. Pushing it through. And, yes, and slowly trickling out on the other, the other end. other side, yeah comes this liquid and it's clean. You look under a microscope, oh, it looks great, you know, all that. It wasn't. Who would guess? All right, most of your uh, viruses, like respiratory viruses and all that, I, I'm gonna talk about like the big mushrooms or marshmallows, yeah. Marshmallows floating on uh, a cup of hot chocolate. And that the hot chocolate is there, there's the polio vaccine. On top are these fluffy things that you've got to scoop that off and they're fluffy and easy to get off because you can see them. You imagine just like marshmallows pulling them off. They're big, gorgeous. I say gorgeous because their genomes are fantastic When you, if you know what you're looking at. They're unbelievably uh, able to uh, mutate easily so that that's why we get the flu every year. No matter what we do, it's going to change and someone's going to survive in a different form, and it's going to get you again. And they don't, the, 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 these viruses don't want you to die. They want you to be around generation after generation. Uh, so it's something we had to live with and all that. And they're not fun, but the point is it's not going to kill you unless human beings get their hands on it and do what's called gain of function to make it really nasty. Why would they do that? Because they want to kill people. They want to kill the enemy. These, this is a biological weapon. It can be made into a biological weapon. Okay, so now you have all this filtering coming through and it looks beautiful. And all that fluffy stuff is gone and you think you've got all the virus out. Then what you do is you subject this material to really high temperatures. Let's uh, just put it this way, make sure it's all clean. And you even add formaldehyde and all the stuff that is not very good for us, but you put all that in to kill anything that might have escaped. Then you've got a gorgeous, clean product, right? Wrong. The RNA-based fluffy uh, viruses, you know, that we're talking about over here. There's another that you don't see. Think of grains of sugar going down to the hot chocolate. And they don't quite dissolve at the bottom. You can hardly see them. You have to scoop it out with a spoon and look at it like that and it may dissolve right in your hands. I mean, it's very hard to detect little grains of sugar that escape being scooped up. I'm just putting it like that. So you think about it, just sprinkling down. And the little grains are able to, shall we say, melt, but then they can form again as grains on the other side. Think of a ball of yarn 
and that's being pressed and it's being pushed through like a piece of spaghetti. It unrolls. And on the other side, it rolls back up again. But they're not looking for the virus on the other side. They thought they got it all. The SV40 monkey virus is so much smaller than the regular viruses that are RNA based. It's a DNA based. Now that's dangerous. DNA based means it's right inside your cell. It's gotten through the cell wall. It's right there with the nucleus. It can actually affect your the, the DNA in your system. And for them to say when they give you a shot and, and we're finding SV40 now in these in these shots. And they're trying to tell you it's not going to do any damage to the DNA. Oh, yeah, they really know a lot about it, don't they? Because they let it in. So they think that after seven days or eight days, they're going to have killed all this stuff. But the monkey virus stays alive for 30 or more days. Now, some, a lot of it gets killed off at day four or day seven. A lot of it doesn't. And it was all, see, then it was just infecting all of this polio. Now, the polio virus itself, uh, just to explain it in simple language, think of a, a mosquito with a sucker like that. Well, a polio virus and, and uh, bacteriophage and all that have a kind of a tripod or they have little legs and they have a sucker or zipper in between. They can pierce into a cell, you know, and it inject material in there that orders the cell to create uh, replicas of itself. Instead of creating itself, it's going to create this stuff instead. And it orders it. So messenger RNA, for example, the messenger gives the message to the RNA that uh, a whole bunch of amino acids. And the amino acids, they start just clicking together like building blocks like Lego. Okay, They're being pushed, pushed together and snapped together. And that's all beautiful. Now, the trouble is is if you mess up the messenger RNA, say you want to make sure that you get a way to, to combat with this spike protein, you're going to, one of those is going to say it's white and all the rest are red. You can actually see, if you know your genome, you can actually see where these have been locked in there and they don't belong. You can see that. And they've been putting them in. You're supposed to have locks on both sides so it cannot replicate itself, but they've removed them because they want they want this to generate, you know, ways to fight the uh, the virus, that is the COVID virus. They didn't know about the SV40 because it's in fragments. Oh, fragments aren't going to matter. But uh, it's the fragments that actually are parts that promote cancer. And it's we are we found now. We don't know if it's all the samples, but th there's another story behind that too. When you know it's very, very expensive to make these things. And it's cheap to make the saline solution, fake ones for the placebo. And you know you're going to make get the same amount of money, whether it's placebo or not. How many of the expensive COVID shots are you really going to get compared to saline? So you can have 100 people. What if there, it's supposed to be 50-50? But when they know this stuff is dangerous, they know that some people may die from it. I mean, after all, they choked, they actually, they actually tested eight whole mice and they all died. Oh, lovely. After testing eight mice, they say it's safe for us, right? Even though they all died. Well, instead of 50-50, what if you only had 25% 
of the actual vaccines. And know. you have 75. Who's going to know? Uh, okay. You see, I'm trying to show you what's happened. So then you're going to have a lot of the population say, well, I got the shot. Nothing happened to me. Then look at their second or third. And then the odds are against them. With, and then all of a sudden the third shot, they drop dead or, you know, other things, horrible things. They get cancer, especially testicular cancer is rising. We have pancreatic, we have bone cancer, we have lung cancer, you name it. Uh, there's a plethora of them. So I'm, I think by saying this in simple language, that you, you're going to get the picture. That's a whole lot cheaper not to make that many of the real thing and put a lot of saline in there. You're going to be paid the same amount, okay? And you've got to get it out in a hurry. So are you going to wait 30 days to kill the SB40 monkey virus that's in it? Absolutely not. You know what? They pass laws to make sure nobody can sue you if somehow you end up with pancreatic cancer and you can, you find out it's full of, you know, you do an autopsy and they're going to find monkey virus all through it. Oh, no. What they're doing is they're not reporting these to VAERS. I have talked to doctors that didn't even know that VAERS existed. Others have said, look, they make it so hard to fill out I'll be pay filling up paperwork all day when I've got 50 deaths in the hospital. They, so they're not getting, re we don't know how many, but the misreportage, we may be only seeing about 15 or 20%, even maybe less of what actually happened. And on top of that, they wanted every, a lot of people to die from COVID because they, every hospital that had a death from COVID got a bonus. Wait a minute, why aren't they, getting a bonus for every COVID patient that goes out alive, but it's not. It's the number of deaths that they're paying bonuses for because they're being, they're risking their lives, you know, to work with these people. And so they have these excuses. But as a matter of fact, there's no reason to keep grandma alive. If we can empty this bed and put somebody else in, and we're mm -hmm. going to get at least $4,000 for her if she dies. So they don't let ivermectin in. They don't let uh, even quinine in or H, uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine. You think quinone, you think they're going to let that in? Absolutely not. All right. And they're going to stop the doctors. They will even fire the doctors. They'll just bar them, everything. They lose their licenses if they don't use remdesivir which they've got, it's Vecloran, you know, it has another name too. And remdesivir is a failed brainchild of Dr. Fauci. This thing was used to try to uh, help people get, uh, you know, who were suffering from AIDS and it failed miserably and was killing people. But he's got stockpiled all frozen. It can keep forever. Let's unfreeze it and let's, let's use it on the COVID patients. Yeah. And it doesn't work. And they died anyway. It took some people a long time to understand what was going on. But I had sent out 200 booklets to my friends. And, and I asked for donations because I printed them at first. And then I sent out about another 200. All, oh, I got 400 booklets that went to families. And this was in March. Imagine how I felt. I, am, I came to visit the United States with one suitcase. Just stay six days, say goodbye. I said, I, the borders are going to close. I, I know it. They're not talking about it, but it's going to happen. I said, I have looked at the genome. They just released it from, you know, China did. I was when I was over in Europe. The genome looks like it's been 
a hatchet went to it. I mean, I could see the disruption in the genome. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're peeling off page after page. It's huge. Okay. And there I go, wow, wait a minute. That doesn't look like a pimple. Okay. On the surface of a baby's buttock. It's just, you can't miss it if you know what you're looking for. Yeah. And it sticks out like that. Is a way, what's that doing there? And then you see more. And then you realize there's no way, any way, that this could have been natural because there are too many mutations of the wrong kind with the stops missing. There are certain stops when the body's ordered to make something, you know. It, there, there's a, a go button. You can yeah. think of it like that. But they're not one, but there are two stop buttons. Yeah, exons when they're and codons. Missing. That's right, the codons, and when they're, so I'm trying to make it so everybody will understand what I'm oh, talking sorry. about. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. And I can use nomenclature too, but by using all that special language, nobody understands. No, you're, you're right. So a doctor could go and sit there and tell you stuff, and he'll be Run telling Run circles you around you, and you don't, yeah. But if you knew what they were really saying, you would be horrified, you wouldn't, you, yeah. you know, you would leave the hospital. I forget, I, I have a biology degree, there's some terms I remember. Oh, no, that's all right, yeah. I mean. Uh, so I'm I'm keeping this very no no simple. no you are no you're doing you're doing it correctly you're doing it you're doing it well, uh, Judith can you um real quick I really got to use the restroom yeah. can you tell everybody where to find your book? I would love to okay. yes thank you. Yes, okay everybody out there if you can get a pencil or a paper or or you have an extraordinary a lot of spit and you can just use your tongue and write write it on the wall. Uh, I've had quite a few days here uh, helping people to. Under, understand what's the matter. And we have a long history of of the monkey virus. You'll see that my book is called Lee Harvey Oswald and Me. Now there's an earlier version called Me and Lee. You can get that easily online at Amazon and also from the publisher at Trine Day. It's easy to do, just go Trine, T-R-I-N-E Day, D-A-Y. Uh, but the book, that the books, uh, that's Me and Lee and it's not out, it's not out of date as far as all the information that's there. And also why Lee Oswald was brought in to protect our project. Protect our project because we're working on ways to try and kill Fidel Castro. That was going on in several projects there in New Orleans. Ours was very deadly and it was had to do with the monkey virus. It had to do with selecting uh, and uh, creating a an injection that would kill Castro. He'd think he was getting a shot of penicillin. It's horrible, really. But, you know, at that time, we had been bombarded with that. Uh, it was just six months after the Cuban Missile Crisis when I got involved in New Orleans. And I was brought in because I had memorized uh, very important uh, formulas that would help to grow cancer faster. And we, I've got uh, newspaper articles and so on. So anyway, it's all in the book, Me and Lee, and my association with Lee Oswald, who said protect the project. Ended up, I need a lot of protection. That ended up with association, and we fell in love. And it, it, I'll never forget it. It means a great deal to me. Now, to get to that book, again, you can go to Try Day, Trying Day, or listen now carefully. You can get it from me to, uh, as well. And it helps me to keep going. So I really appreciate that. The other book, Lee Harvey Oswald Me, is the update. It is hardbound, it's not paperback. It has color, 16 pages of color files and photos in it. So you get it. More, a better picture of what was going on and it has a lot of the updates of the 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 uh from 2017 and so on uh the releases a lot of material was released that they thought was worthless uh to the american public well some of it wasn't worthless to me 
for example, over 400 pages on Raul Aparicio. All right, now I'm telling you all that. There's stuff in there that isn't in me and Lee. So it's, it, it's, a, it's a bigger book. It's hard copy, so you can buy it and get it in the libraries. You can get it. It's going to last. It, it's, we have to get printed word. We're losing a lot on the Internet. I'm telling you right now, the Internet is being closed down by AI all over the place. To where they're all wherever you, I don't care what you plug in, you're going to get the same uh, search engines are going to have all the same stuff coming up. Only what AI likes, and it's not good. Lots of stuff is missing, and you have to know, jump through special hoops to find anything. And a lot has been so much has been removed from the internet. It's it's disgusting. We're losing our internet, people. We're losing it. Get the printed book so you'll have it. So. What you need to do is you're going to go to PayPal, and it will be to jfkconference at yahoo.com. $42 for Lee Harvey Oswald and me, or $50 if you want it autographed. And the other is me and Lee, $25, and I'll autograph for you. Either one I can send to you. All right. Now, the other way is if you want to send me, um, if you're on Twitter, or go to Twitter, please. You DM me, and I'll give you my address. I don't want to do it here. Uh, yeah, but I will. You can send me a check or money order that way, and it will help me. If you feel like donating, right now it would really help. But I, it's up to you. I, I never asked. Um, I don't have a place where you can say donate. It's just out of the goodness of your heart if you want to do that over at PayPal. So you know, at any rate, anybody who donates. Any substantial amount, they'll get a book anyway. Yes, ma'am. So thank you very much, and we can continue. If how do you feel when you're of, ready? Of course, I, I I think I drink more water than anyone on this planet, and uh, so no, is, but that's going to keep you alive, my friend. Unless it's the water that's on the planet that's being ruined. No, it's the good. It's that's the, another story. <laughs> it's the it's the good water. Um, yeah. So, and if we need more time to 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 finish this topic, because we have we, we do about another thirty minutes. We can obviously schedule another one, but so, sorry. Can before I rudely interrupt okay. you with the so how much time break. do we have left? I I can speed this up a little. Preferably like twenty five minutes, but okay. You have my number. We can always do another one and another okay. one and another one. All right, all right. Okay, twenty five well, minutes. Finish Go. This scenario. I'll finish this little scenario. I as you say, I'm kind of high and excited and happy um, instead of feeling like uh, a boot is in, smashed in the middle of my face. It's, 23 years of trying to wake up people about the monkey virus. Mm -hmm. And now finally the, the truth is coming out and the truth is not good to look at, but you understand that now that the virus is very hard to get out of the product. And because it takes so long and they're under time limit, they again, just like they did way back in the sixties and doesn't matter, you know, by the time anybody gets cancer from this, they'll never connect it to the injection but it's going faster because you know what? People are weaker. People are not getting not just one of these shots, but they're getting boosters. So when I, uh, here we go, let's go back now. And we're looking at the product that we had way back there in New Orleans. And what we did uh, basically is we were able to create uh, something I stupidly trusted my government trusted the CIA, trusted my eminent doctors, believed them when they said, we're just going to use this to kill Castro. And my, out of my mind, they're not going to spend all that money on just him. 
and actually, when Lee Osmond went down there, nobody showed up to pick up the material that he brought down. And he had to make a show of trying to get in the country. He had no intention of going to Cuba, but it has to look good. Our CIA is going to say, why didn't you at least try? Okay. So he did ridiculous things. Lee's not stupid. I mean, he did things like laid out a gun and said, look, I, the FBI is going to trying to kill me. I have to carry a gun around. They're not going to let anybody like that in their country. Yeah. You know, he, he did crazy things that made sure that he wouldn't uh, get his any, any way to get in. But he has to make the effort, make it look good. So um, he participated in a few things like that. But the point is, is that they made sure that he went down there so later they can blame him and say, look, he's pro-Castro. Because he had to pretend to be pro-Castro to protect us. All different kinds of things he did. Uh, handing out flyers that are pro-Castro, for heaven's sakes. Well, of course he's going to do that because you're going to go and protect somebody from Castro. They've got to not think that you're going to do that, you yeah. know. If, if you're acting like you're on their, on Castro's side, I mean, that's an advantage. So he's pretending to be pro-Castro, and he's building up his own death sentence. Because as he does this, the more easy it is for them to blame and say, this man is working for Castro, he's working for the Russians, you know, and they killed Kennedy. And it wasn't us. We didn't do it. And Lee could not say, look, I'm CIA, you know, I... Don't do, do this to me because had, and they knew he wouldn't because had he done that, the connections he had made with other CIA spies that were in Belarus, where they had a spy training school and so on, and, and where they had, uh, they had factories where they were making radar components. That's what Lee was there especially for. And he knew about the U-2. He's a radar man. He's got all these reasons to be there. He acted, they, a lot of the CIA contacts I guess it's okay to say it now, are people doctors in hospitals. He had a list of those doctors because the doctor can approach a vulnerable patient or they can do things and get things out of oral and, and mm -hmm. uh, parts of your body that are, I mean, spies going to shove something up their rear end and he can pull it out and nobody will ever know. Yeah. 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 All kinds of that's things. A good, that's a good point. Well, he's not going to tell him I'm CIA. They're going to go back to his records. They're going to, anybody suspicious, they're going to kill them. Yeah. They knew Lee would not betray. All he could say to defend himself is that he was a patsy. It breaks my heart because they knew he wouldn't break that way. They also killed him within 47 hours because they knew that one way or the other, if they look too deep into the matter of Lee Oswald. So as soon as he's murdered, they say case closed. We don't have to look any further. And he had no accomplices because they said so. So of course I'm angry. Took, they took the love of my life. And any and the book will tell you I have saved so many documents, not because for Lee. I saved them because we thought we were going to be heroes, killing Castro. Nobody know it happened. They think it, it's a natural occurring cancer. And he's out of the way. He's dead. And CIA then knows all the other people. They're going to install their own puppet like they've done so many other countries all through Middle and South America, Central America, and so on. Instead, Castro is a very bright man, and he's intercepting these things. He has other people tasting his food. He's only getting certain shots. Well, we still have people there. Anyway, it's all in the book. And you'll see why we thought we'd be successful. But they had no intention of taking this... It turned out they wanted this biological weapon. They could get a lot of money saying they're after Castro. 
that, but now they had a weapon and they can use it. Why? Because we have got, we have in my new book, Lee Harvey Oswald, we, anyway, we found more than ever, we found various uh, 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 evidence that, for example, it was handed off to M.D. Anderson. It doesn't mean they have it today, but they probably do. I, they they may not even know they have it. Only maybe certain people, because it's all in deep freeze, but it's labeled. You know, you don't know what's in there unless unless you're told su such and such. This AW3 is actually a cancer virus in here that will kill a man in 28 days. So what are they finding? They are finding that they tested some of the material that was found in these vaccines. They, they test them on some mice. And I'm, I'm really shortening this up and I'm simplifying it. But 14% of the mice died of cancer in only a few weeks. Not months like it's supposed to take. In other words, this is our super cancer. Yeah. The super cancer we had is still around live and cooking. And it's really horrible. So we have found these last few weeks, we have found the materials, we have found the evidence, we have found uh, the uh, material that we're talking about that promotes cancer, particles, parts of the SV40 monkey virus. These are the parts, however, that promote. And there's other stuff in there. That's not it. That's not all. It's loaded with other oncogens. And uh, it's, it's a, I, I advise everybody, please don't let your children get any messenger RNA vaccine. The old vaccines are bad enough. And I am so adamant that we would not have, when we have like only 13 to 18 shots given over to kids over in Sweden, okay, 13 to 18. Now it used to be 57, it's now up to 87 shots a child gets in America. And it's got all this dirt in. And why? We had superior sanitation and that's what really stopped a lot of the incidents of all these various childhood diseases. But what really gets me is the bundle. They're going to go and give you a uh, child three things at once, or maybe four or even whatever, all in one shot. Why? Well, it's one shot. The child's not going to scream and cry because they have to go and get four shots, right? At, at four different. No, the, bring the, the parent loves it because instead of having to take the child in three times, they only take the child in once. So let's look at measles, mumps, and rubella. The th three childhood diseases, measles is not all that bad. It actually only gets strengthened because of being uh, triggered by these vaccines. It, it probably would have been almost, it was going down to zero when the vaccination thing started. They're, they're trying to tell us that. And now we're having instances of, of measles, but that's because this stuff sheds. That's the easy way to look at it. So tell me, my friend, did you ever have measles or know of anybody who got measles, mumps, and rubella all at the same time as a child? I don't think so. Well, no. Your body handles one disease at a time, or maybe you're being in trouble, right? So why do you think you can give them three diseases at once and get a truly adequate response from the immune system? Hmm. Who? How is the immune system going to handle three of them at once? And then they say, oh, look at this. We, shots don't cause autism. Okay, but the autism rate, rate I, I've, I've talked to too many parents. They go ahead and kick me offline, people, because I'm going to say it. 
And that is, I've talked to way too many parents that say, after my kids got the shots, they like twins or whatever, they stopped talking. They stopped walking. They had high fevers and they didn't look at our face anymore. And they're now they're 16 years old and they still wear diapers. And you never hear about them. And the waste of not only those poor kids, but the parents having to take care of them. I have one of my children, one of my five children has a person in that condition. And that person in that condition um, is brilliant in mathematics. He's got two degrees in engineering and, and one in economics, I believe it is, and does advanced calculus, but he can't put his underwear on in the right direction. He can't, he likes to set fires. He moans through half the night uh, in, 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 with nightmares, and he's afraid that that he has to fight demons or demons will consume the earth in fire and he mm. is saving the planet. I, I, in other words, he's schizophrenic on yeah. top of earth. All this happened. It's heartbreaking to see yeah. the changes in these kids and what happens to them. And they're trying to say there's no, and so any kind of paper that had anything to do with linking that, oh, they don't think they, they, they refuse to publish them or, and in some case, some of it slipped through and then they, what they do is they retract them. All right, so I'm asking everybody out here, I, there, what can you do though if, if this virus comes along? I'm talking about the, you know, if you get a terrible uh, respiratory virus, they're saying here comes COVID number five or 10 or uh, omega, you know, omega, omega, omega. What are you going to do? Well, I want you to write down these three words, ivermectin, okay. H then H <laughs> uh, C Q and then quinine. And you you'd add to that quercetin, Q U E R C E T I N, I believe. Mm -hmm. Quercetin. Now, along with vitamin C, D three, omega three, you're gonna say, I don't want to remember all that. Okay, go ahead and take the shot. What the heck? You know, see what happens to you. You know, roll the dice. Maybe you'll get the saline. And then when you get sick, you're still going to need something, okay? You're still going to need something, but they're not going to offer you anything but something that's going to hurt your kidneys. Because the thing that hurts your kidneys is like $3,000 to give to you. Whereas uh, horse paste, ivermectin, all right, which, by the way, tastes like apples. And if you want to give horse paste, that's fine. Just do the right amount. It's just fine. But you get that, and what do you know? For $10, you're cured. What? Instead of 3000 ban, ban, ban that. Ban ivermectin. We mustn't have it anywhere. Uh, it is horse paste. Let's forget about the fact that they got a Nobel Prize for it because it was least toxic and most incredible medication that not only would get rid of, as you know, all kinds of parasites, river blindness, you name it, all kinds. But it also handles respiratory viruses because there are parts of the virus there that um, actually ivermectin works on the same as it would on parasitical infections. It's just fantastic. So we don't want anybody to know about that. We want to give them remdesivir, which Fauci, you know, he made a whole bunch of it. He put it in the freezer. What am I going to do with it? He trots it out for the epidemic. So it's, that's the way it's going. 
you may have problem, we have to stand up for our rights. I'm asking all of you, read my book. Please do that if you will, because it's going to give you the base understanding of how this developed. It's also, you have to understand, we have to stop bio, biological weapon production. You're saying, well, we have to do it because of them. You know, they're making it. Oh, yeah, all right, so you're making smallpox, they're making smallpox, and nobody's making any kind of antidote for smallpox. Why? Because according to the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization, we have a, global, a bunch of global elites up there that's saying we have too many people on the planet. They're also telling you how bad the carbon dioxide uh, level is. Actually, our carbon dioxide level should be higher so we can get optimal plant growth. It's actually low right now in the system. Well, that's because we're cutting down trees. The more carbon dioxide you put into, in, into the ecological uh, system that you have, okay? And so that's all... To balance it, we actually need more carbon dioxide, not less. It may get a little hotter, but the trees are going to pump out tons of oxygen. And we need that oxygen. So it's going to get a little hotter. We may have some methane escape from oceans and so on like that. But we can actually, we can actually, and we should, we should do something about the methane that's down at the bottom of the sea there. We should be sucking that up and using it as a great energy source. Okay, so people, I'm just asking you, please watch my tweets. I'm at Judith, A-J-U-D-Y-T-H. I put things out there of two kinds. Find really, uh, ex, uh, shall we say, exquisite and difficult and uh, hard to understand material, all right, for the professionals. But I also will write and make it legible and understandable and logical to you. And that's, that's my, I feel it's a mission I have. Because we, we obscure the language, make it impossible for people to understand. I mean, when you say, what is carcinogenic? And, and I get a blank look, you know. Well, it shouldn't be like that. Or oncology. Now, why is it, if you have something carcinogenic, it's caused cancer, but, but the study of ca cancer is called oncology. Why isn't it called carcinomaology or something? Yeah. No, they've got to, you know, don't do that. On the other hand, and Musk is like this, uh, a lot of engineers are. Um, why is it the engineers, when they uh, when they talk about you know the North Pole or global this or that, they they use terms that are easy to understand. A crater, you know, is okay. What what about well? There's a sea. Why aren't they calling it a you know a saline conglomerate of various dissolved minerals? No. They, they use language we can understand. It should be that way in the medical field. We've got to do something about clearing out. We need to close down big pharma. Get these little companies out by themselves again so they can actually make new things, new products, because often these small companies are purchased so that they won't be using that new product that might cure cancer. They hold it back because they make a heck of a lot more money treating cancer. So your aunt, your uncle, your mommy, your daddy, your little brother's gonna die of cancer and make a big debt on you because in this country, you could literally have to sell your house to save your kid. You, for profit, it is, hospitals should be banned. On the other hand, the non-profit are just as bad because they, they know that if they go below a certain level in this country, they can't accept many, as many charity cases because they're 
non profit, and that means they lose money, they will go out of business. So everything's upside down. Find a doctor it's not that his soul is not connected to a clinic and a hospital because they're telling him what to do. If he doesn't do what they want, they're going to be fired. And all over the country, we have empty offices, empty of brave doctors who refused to let their clients go into the hospital and made them well or gave them saline injections to make sure they didn't get this stuff. And now they are broke and they're living in motels and they have nothing in these big debts and their debts uh, go into, you know, uh, default, their fault, you know, and then they can't buy a house again and unless these, all these debts are paid off and it can take their whole lives to pay them off. They're being punished horribly for doing the right thing. Find yourself a good doctor, take good care of him and his needs. You know, they've given up a lot for you. There are thousands of them around the world. So find them. And by the way, some of our so-called very good doctors, you look back in their history, you find out they were doing these bad things. But now that they've seen the light, they're trying to make up for it. No, they're covering their asses because they knew back then most of them did what was going on and what was wrong. And they did it anyway because they didn't want to lose their profession. Now they're all, oh, please don't be mean to us. You know, we please forgive us. I don't ever trust them again. Don't. I hope I've said enough. I, as you said, I'm worked up. I've looked at no, I statistics. Love it. Keep going. I've looked at statistics for weeks. I've been working with these doctors. We are going to be presenting far more technical material so that people can see what happened. Uh, we pray God will be with us because without him, uh, these people are going to win because they make the money. So uh, thank you for helping us. Uh, uh, Anything uh, anybody wants to do, I really appreciate it. Not just get my books out, but also please support your doctor. Any local doctor you can find. If you find out they've lost their uh, position and, and they lost their career during the time of COVID, I would trust them. Yes, ma'am. Judith, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure having you on. I love I love chatting with you. You get You get fired up. I love it. Well, I, I don't feel 80, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I got asked by the driver, by the way. Uh, she said, you're 80? She said, tell me what you take. Tell me what you take. <laughs> so I do. Uh, you can DM me. I can tell you what to take for your, uh, if you need it, you know. I feel like a million dollars. And and I, I could take these tough hours and everything like that. It doesn't make yeah. any difference. Because I love you. You know, yeah. God puts this in your heart. You know, that you love people. And he'll make you young, you know. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. No matter what you look like on the outside. Absolutely. No. You 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 sound like a million bucks too. You're you 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 can hang with the best of them. It's uh. That's why I love it. Um, but guys. Well, but, I made everything simple this time because I want people to see the future. Yeah. yeah. The big picture. Absolutely. Um, guys, if you go into the description, you can find uh, her website. You can find links to her books, PayPal, all that good stuff, as well as um as well as a link to her Twitter. Uh, I highly recommend go follow her. She does respond. I know personally. She will respond. And um, I try. <laughs> Judith, I look It's for a matter of love. I mean, I, absolutely. I, 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 some of my books didn't get out. I have to tell you, I was filmed in New Orleans for a whole week. And then after that, I had interviews. I, I'm, I'm behind like three weeks on and mailing out books. And, and I'm getting people, where's my book? I'm, I'm, I've got 
day after tomorrow, I'm going to be able to mail out a bunch of books. <laughs> Good. Beautiful. Um, but for now, Judith, let's wrap this one up. And uh, I very much so look forward to our next talk. Thank you so much. Take good care of yourself. You too, And listeners out there, this is a good man. That's why I'm here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Making me blush. Judith, thank you so much. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please go support Miss Baker. And uh, again, until next time, thank Recording you so much. Recording stopped. Take care, everybody. God bless. Peace.